You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous, me at Cartoon Therapy. If you uh, haven't subscribed to my show, please subscribe. Uh, you get the episodes way sooner than you if you don't subscribe. Uh, and they're just like right there on your phone. So I subscribe to every podcast that I like because like why not get the shit early and, and then also get a reminder that they're there because <laughs> they like pop up. You get like a reminder on your phone. Uh, if you want to be on this show, this is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. I really like helping people and giving them advice. So if you have even just like a regular problem, I love like dating stuff and like relationship stuff. But if you have any kind of problem and you need advice because nobody wants to fucking listen to you anymore or you have no friends, <laughs> you can be on my show. Send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you can write a review, write a review. Reviews are great for my show. Good reviews are. Bad reviews are interesting for me too, but you know, I would prefer it if you write a good review. Uh, so if you can do that. I have on Tommy, my old co-host. Now I've been doing this show for about four years. So it's like, if there's still people listening to the show, you remember Tommy. I'm assuming there's a lot of you out there that are listening to the show that don't know who the fuck Tommy is. Uh, he was, I, when I started this podcast, I started it with a co-host and he was good. I liked him. People liked him. People liked him better than me. He was kind of like the voice of reason. I thought he was a moron and I couldn't stand when he spoke because I found what his input to be totally boring and not like uh, smart, but everybody else felt the complete opposite like everyone felt like he so what what he contributed to the shows was really good but uh so what does that say i don't know either everybody the majority of people out there aren't so bright and so that's why they sort of you took to him uh that's what i would say would be the right reason <laughs> or i'm crazy and you know that's why people liked him better I don't know. But, uh, and what was weird too, because I was just going to bring this up because the whole fucking Me Too movement with guys and girls. I have to say, when I first started my podcast, I can't tell you how many people wrote in, men wrote in to give me advice on what I should do differently and like give me like help on my show, like telling me what I could do differently, giving me their advice, to, sort of telling me what I was doing wrong and teaching me how to do things right. But nobody fucking said one thing to Tommy, which was like, I felt like back then that was like a girl guy thing. Like everyone feels like I need fucking help and I'm helpless or they want to do it. And he was like, fine, because he was a guy. Uh, but it turns out he got fired from the show. I fucking fired him because he was flaky beyond belief. He went on to get divorced. Uh, that happened after the podcast, after he got fired. Um, and he came on to talk about that. He's got a couple of podcasts out there that we spoke about. You could find those podcasts if you dig deep. I'll put those episode numbers in the intro. But he got divorced and his divorce was very scandalous. He got 
his dick chopped off in that divorce because his girl cheated on him and cheated on him in like the worst way possible. You have to listen to the episode to get the backstory. Um, but so his next episode was called Tommy the Dickless Divorcee because I don't know about you. If you're young, you don't you haven't seen this yet, but older folks will see that have seen this. Like you have that guy friend of yours that was in a relationship and it didn't go well and they got divorced and he comes out of it like a change man. Like he's got no dick. Like he's just like no ego, no, like he's just no edge, no nothing. Like he's just like a wounded bird and it's not attractive. <laughs> and a lot of guys have that happen to them. They come out and they just don't have game anymore. They don't really have the confidence because they got beaten down in their marriages. I've seen a couple of my friends go through that. I think it's sad. I think someone could get through it. Me and Tommy had some episodes while he was a dickless divorcee. And recently he called me up the other day and said, I want my dick back. <laughs> But it turned out that he's not like a dickless divorcee anymore. He's at the place where he's come through that and he's ready to like get back out there and do his thing. And he's just trying to kind of get his edge back. And that's what we talk about on this show. So if you're a guy that went through the tough time of like a divorce, but you feel like you're coming out on the other side and you just don't know what to do and you don't know who you are yet, but you're like ready to get back out there, this podcast is for you because that's what we talk all about. Somebody like in that place and time. Now, if you're still a dickless divorcee and you still feel like shit and you can't get off the couch, this is still a good episode to listen to because this is what you have to look forward to. So there's a breakthrough on this podcast. Tommy didn't know that that's actually where he was at in the scheme of things or in the phase of his phases of his life, but he figured it out. We figured it out through talking about it. So we talk about him what he wants to do we talk about his dating history since he's been divorced we talk about when me and him used to fuck like rabbits because we did he was my booty call we talk a lot about that stuff too and other dating kind of things so you can learn a lot tune in so or stay on stay tuned because i'll be right back on with tommy do you have a story lifestyle or situation you can't talk about to anyone to anyone or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Tommy, welcome back to your show, your old show that used to be on My, with me. You got it right. My show. It was Stole. your show. I think you're still on the intro. I think I took out uh, your name, but you're still you're still talking on it. So you used to be my old um, uh, host, right? You was my co-host. We were yeah. good together. I was very, very sad good. when I missed you. Um, and what happened? And it's chronicled over podcast episodes, right? I've taped episodes with you before. Uh, we had one episode where we talked all about me and you banging for the time yeah. that we did. So that's a really interesting episode. Then we talked all about uh, when you got divorced. Uh, it was like a really hardcore, terrible divorce. We talked about that, right? That happened while after you left the show. You were married. Yeah, when you were on the it show. was like right, right when I left the show. It, it it just happened. I mean, it wasn't you know just so people know. It wasn't like one of these people that your couples that you hear about that says like, oh, you know, we were having problems and not getting along. And then this and, you know, then, you know, you get divorced and, yeah, it sucks. But you kind of saw the writing on the walls. Mine wasn't. You know what I mean? I caught my wife's infidelity 
on tape. It was it's a fucking disaster. But um, and me yeah, being, I need to refresh your memory. Okay, you didn't have a good relationship with her. That was not a, one of those couples where you were like, because if you're talking about no, the couples, no, you're talking about it, that saying, you're surprised not, that they got divorced. I wasn't surprised you were getting divorced. I was like, oh, finally! Like I can't even believe it lasted as long as it did. You were having problems before you even got married. She was like one of the craziest relationships you ever had, and that was the girl you married. Well, I like him crazy. But, she like was you know, stealing from you before you were married. Like she did like really fucked up things. I remember going to like the bank with you because you had to like change some shit because she was like hardcore. Like no, a- no, 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 no. That was after. That was after we got divorced. No, there was something before you got divorced when you guys were just dating that she did that was so fucked up. Forget it. I wasn't even going to bring up the fact that she was cheating, stealing from uh, you again. It but was anyway. She- anyway. So I'm just saying, I, let's um, not rewrite history. Let's get to where yeah, we're getting. I'm so, just recapping. So where, we, so where we are now is, you know, I hate I hate the fact that you use dickless divorce. Well, no, I mean, listen, 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 listen. Let me okay. explain. I know it's true. But I have to explain think- that. If you let me explain the scenario, I was at the point where you got divorced. And then we did two episodes since then. That word called Tommy the dickless divorcee, right? Like, and then we did another one. Is Tommy still a dickless divorcee, right? And you called me up today. This I'm just bringing us up to speed. And after I say this last thing, what the fuck is that noise? Nothing. Okay. So uh, after I, I say this, then you could talk, okay? So okay. then you call me up today and you said, I want to get this. Just let me say. You're like, I want to get my dick back. I'm like, okay, you want to get your dick back? And I'm, you're like, yeah. I'm like, what does that kind of mean? Like, do you mean that you don't want to be dickless anymore? And you're just like, I don't, and I was like, let's make it a podcast. And you're like, uh, but I don't want it to be called dickless. Like, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So when I called you up today, I was like, I want to get my dick back, meaning I, I want my fucking swagger back. Like, I right. hate. So I've been in like two relationships since I've been divorced. So I've been divorced now almost four years. So I was in two relationships. One was a long distance relationship. I met somebody in New York when I was out um, a couple years older than me. Lovely, lovely, beautiful person. She does business in in state she's from denmark and you know she'd be here once a month and then every other month i would go over to denmark it's a quick flight i really enjoyed actually the country and it was fun did you fuck any hookers did you fuck any hookers in denmark no okay no um and um i liked her company was good she was older she's very Highly educated, conversation good, sex, sex was good, it was hot, it was aggressive. Um, but it, it was like she lives in Europe, I live here, and it, it, there was no, it was cool for the time that we had it. And then, it was probably like all you could really deal with at that time. I, and you know what? It was perfect for that time. Anyway, she, she obviously wanted more. And what kind of scared me when she's like, oh, well, I'll move to the States. And that's when I was like, ah, ah, ah. You're like, I'm dating someone that lives in Denmark for a reason. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, you know, we're still friends. She moved on. She met somebody in Denmark. And that's great. Then I was just basically just single forever, ever. Like a little date here, a little sexcapade over here. You know what I mean? Something here. Nothing, nothing, you know. And then I met somebody in Jersey and highly educated, has her own business. 
she didn't want any kids to get serious. She was more concerned about her business. That's great. I have my businesses match made in heaven. Spent the whole Could I talk together. about the other thing too? She looked, ex- oh. she was like, she looked yeah. exactly yeah, so like Kathy you. <laughs> thinks she looked exactly, or she does like me with a she, wig. Is she like I'll you with a blonde wig on? Yeah. I mean, I'll give it to you. That's right. But so it was good. I was like, wow, we had such a, I was uh, like, what did I tell intellectual, you? She's like, yeah, people who look alike are always going to be together. But anyway, this is the weird part. So everything was good. The, dinner and being together in conversation and sex was just very generic you know it was like me on top of her or i or her on top of me and when it was over it was over but that's and, the kind of sex we had and it was great we never yeah, did anything that, weird no i mean well she didn't even give me head mm. and not even like to start off or whatever and I don't know. It just, I personally was like, I, I, this is not for me. Great girl, this and that. But the intimacy part, and you need that. I'm fucking, I'm not some old dude. And then she did change her tune though. Also about like how she didn't really feel like she could deal with your lifestyle. You're a restaurant bar owner. You're not, you're not nine to five guy. Yeah. At the end of sudden, you know, she had no problems with the relationship when we're dining at fucking Michelin restaurants here in the city and doing whatever the fuck we want. But then when something happened, the fall comes around the end of the summer and she wants somebody local that she's going to see after work. I'm like, fine, you want to date the fucking nine to five guy? Good luck with that. See you later. Um, but this is why I called you all the way back is because. I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm back. I'm in good shape. I lost a ton of weight. I, you know, I feel good in that respect about how I am. But like my swagger, I'm just like, I feel like damaged goods. Like, am I too old or uh, do I not? know what i'm i don't know like you know I what think i mean it's hard like listen this is and this is why i'm like let's make this a podcast because you just want to really call for some friend advice right but i'm like no let's save this yeah. because i think that this is a very common problem and there's a lot of things going on right here it's not just like oh the dickless divorcee thing right like there is something that happens to a guy i think and i like the reason why i say it's like it's like a a guy with his dick chopped off after he's been in a very bad relationship or like your kind of ending of your relationship is is hard on a guy it just is okay when his wife there's infidelity the way it all happened it was like the perfect storm to chop your dick that's hard for your type of guy i'm I'm a very respectful like gentleman type person but i'm an old school guy i got like an ego and you're also yeah, but you're also like, I mean, it's kind of fucked up because you were the guy that always was cheating on everybody, right? Is this like, is this like the universe fucking I'm not gonna get, No, I'm not going to get into that. The universe, the, no, there was no universe involved. You picked the worst girl you ever dated. I knew all the girls you dated, okay? You had some really good girls that you dated. You, this girl, you always liked girls that were older than you. You always liked girls with like hardcore careers and that were like really together. You like smart girls. This girl was none of those things and she was younger than you and she was a psycho and you picked her. So there was no universe at play. It was a shit choice okay yeah. and it came back to biting your ass why because you cheated all the time no because she was you you dated a really young girl 
that was like a mess. That girl probably so, she was young. I also, I yeah. So I also, I can't. I, I'm, I'm, you know, listen, I know all guys are like, oh, dude, the girl was like 20 or like whatever, dude, I have no, uh, sorry, I hate saying the word dude. So I apologize for that. Um, I, I have no interest. I don't care how hot the girl is. <laughs> if she says I'm 20 something, I'm like, listen, it's not going to work out. <laughs> right. Well, it shouldn't work out for you. Now you're older yourself. You always like yeah, older girls anyway. Guys, I see these guys that come into my restaurant. Who are like older than me. Yeah, but they're in a these- different place. You have still have, this is the deal with you. You're different, but people can relate to you because you don't, you're not like you have a young child still. Okay. You had a baby with that girl, a son, right? You have a son. He's not fucking 17. Which is the greatest thing I ever had in my life. Exactly. I know. I hear like, you. Right. But the only thing that, I mean, I can say brings, you know, utter like not just like joy, but like no, that those, it's a corny word, but it's like, true. But it's so true. Yeah, but, but brings you these like moments, like uh, yeah, you'll just be at home doing nothing, and then he says or does something, and you're like, that was the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, or that I can't believe. Yeah, he just came up to me and hugged me, looked me in my eyes, and he's like, I really love you today. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like if we could do a PSA about like if anyone's out there wondering whether they should have a fucking kid, fucking do it. If people that don't but want a kid, that's sure, fine. But it's like oh, the greatest thing sure. ever. Never, I never send the wrong message. If I had a kid when I was in my twenties or early thirties, I would have been miserable. I I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much as I am. You know, yeah. he was born when I was he was a honeymoon baby, but he was, you know, when I was 37, 38. So, you know, I'm a little older. My patients are better. I have money. Money is a big thing with kids because kids can be even more stressful when you're fucking broke. Oh, you know please. What I mean? They're stressful enough. Right. If you have right. I'm in the same position as you. I'm way older. I'm totally financially fine. So. I don't have to deal with any of that stuff. And I have like, yeah, more patience. Like, I, but, and I could throw myself into it. And that's what I think is really great if you could do that. Been there, done that, right? So then now when your kids come along, you don't feel like you're missing something else. But I think a lot of people have kids way too early. And what happens is they feel really, you know, they don't have their life. Like you, it, you and know, and that's like hard and I missed, understand it. Yeah, but they feel like they missed something. You know what and I mean? And they did. They missed their youth. So then those are the people that are having midlife crisis. It's all a different, you know, everyone does things differently. But I suggest to people, I always tell people like, wait, you know, live your life, do all the things that you want to do and then have kids. And I think nowadays people, women are freezing their eggs and people are going to live longer. So it's going to be okay that that people are having babies older. You know, I think people have babies when they were 20 because you were not only living till you're 60, but it's a different world. So let's get back to you. Get back to get my dick. So no, but let me talk. I was just saying you have a baby. Okay, you have a young child, right? You have a lot of bi- you have a lot of businesses already. You're building a new one, right? You're in the process of that. Right? In processes, yeah. Yeah, so you're not the guy that could be dating the young guy. The guy that's older that's dating a young girl, that could be okay for somebody in a different sort of phase in their life, right? Maybe the guy that was married all his life that has older kids and is his he's like maybe coasting towards retirement and he's got a lot of cash and there's like a young hot girl. Why wouldn't that guy why wasn't it great for that guy to be with the young hot girl? You might want the young hot girl again down the line, but right now for you that would no, 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 the young hot girl. The reason it's not about the time or any of that shit. For me, it's like 
I, I like to have conversations. I like to talk about shit. And, you know, I, when you, when you're like having a conversation with somebody in their twenties and you're like, I don't know, talking about something stupid when they look at you and they can't imagine that there was actually no such thing as the fucking right, that, was, that was that was what was so odd about you marrying a young girl because you were always into older and I've said that 10 times. So anyway, let's get back to you. So you what I think has been your problem since you've been divorced and I understand it and I think it's a lot of people's problem that are single and don't have anything going on is you don't know what you want and what you have wanted for a long time doesn't exist. Okay, and so it's always why you meet these people and they don't fit into that sort of vision of what you want and it doesn't work out because what you want doesn't really exist, especially not in your phase of life, right? You want a girl that'll just fuck you and be there and give you great conversation and be like salt of the earth, but you don't want to, you don't not want really. a relationship with that girl. That's what you used to say. That's seriously. Not, let's not get crazy with the salt of the earth shit. No, but, but I, I mean, mean like you want someone solid, right? And all this, but yeah, you but don't listen, want them to want how, anything more from you than just sex when you're available and have the small amount of time that you have available. No, but I could, you know, listen. Maybe that's changing. Is, is that changing? Good action. I want yeah, good action. You want sex, meaning sex. I want great sex. But I want to have that, you know, you could have someone who you're like, wow, she looks hot. And then you get intimate with them and you're like, this sucked. You know what I mean? You want great uh, sex. What else do you I, want? I want great sex. And I want to be able to go out to dinner a couple nights a week. That's right, it. but and, and I, then what, I'm but, a good-looking guy. I'm okay, successful, but and this I is the, for everything. Okay, but this is the problem. But do you want a really at the end of that? What happens? Okay, that rolls along, at right? You meet one that, girl. I would like a relationship. Okay, good. So now we're at I least at the point could, where you want a relationship. Get, yeah, I don't know if I could get married again. That's okay. I can't. I can't. Uh, I think first of all, I think marriage is the stupidest fucking thing in the world. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry to say it, and it's not. I'm not saying this because I'm bitter or whatever. But if you're dating someone and you live together, what's the difference? Then you, it just <laughs> makes everything legal. There's so many people what? that are like listening that are like, duh. Like a lot of people think that, but you know, yeah. you got married and you got divorced. It didn't work out. So listen, it doesn't like. At least now, this is the problem that you had in the past, Tommy. Okay, and you should be able to cop to this because I mean. If you can't cop to this, you're fucking lying. Like you used to not want a relationship. You used to want everything that you just said, but minus the relationship. I just want someone that bangs really well. That's really cool that I could see once in a while to go out to dinner. You know what I mean? But you didn't want anything more than that, you know, and that didn't exist. So that when things sort of started to get serious or something like that, one girl from Denmark wants to move. You're like, no, thanks. When this girl's like, I want more time, which and most girls are going to want. You're like, uh, uh-uh. uh. So, uh, you know, you have to, I always said to you, and what I really believed is like, you were sending out mixed messages. Like you wanted one thing. It didn't really exist. Like, you know, it's like you had to get to a point where you, maybe you really wanted a relationship. What I always knew you as was a relationship guy. You were a cheater, but you always had long-term relationships. Yeah. Well, I, that's another thing. Try to stop moving. There's a lot of moving around. Oh, sorry. So the thing is like. I don't want to be the cheater. Like I don't like the last two girls that I was kind of with. I was, I, I, you know, that, I guess that was because I was younger. That's, I grew out of it. I just, 
the the being with somebody and the lying and the, it, it, it I don't have the what do you say like the mental fortitude is that the word to like uh, to do it anymore to, to do that shit I don't right, want it's like living double lives it's a it, lot it's of lying gross. and then you know like and as you get older you see and this kind of sounds whatever but it's the truth you, you you see how you were affected by somebody's infidelities. And it's like, man, it hurts. And I can't do that. I'd maybe that like, opened your listen. eyes. No, that's good. Because yeah. maybe before you never it, really considered the other person or how they would feel at all. How, how much it hurts. Because right. you just keep. So it, it needed as long to as happen. You're not affected, so you maybe just keep it was a, a good thing to happen. Yeah, and maybe it was a part of like, the universe. <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, I'd rather, you know, tell the person, hey, listen, this isn't for me. And I'm sorry. And break up with the person and then fuck somebody else that night. You know what I mean? But I'd rather have that conversation. But let me tell you what I think is going on. I don't I think we've moved past the dickless divorcee thing. I don't think you're a dickless divorcee. You wouldn't be looking good, feeling good, feeling like you want your dick back if you were still the dickless divorcee. When you were the dickless divorcee, you were like a a very it was it was very different. Where I think you're at no, but I where I think you're at now, okay, and I've been there because I went sober. What happened to you kinda was like going sober, okay? In, yeah, in, right. I would say that. Yeah, yeah. With sex and girls and all the things that you did to get yourself out of yourself. So when you took all that away, you had to sit your with yourself for all this time, and you went sober and you changed a lot. And now you're at the point where you want to go back out there, and you don't know who the fuck you are, and so you want to run back to the old Tommy. And but you don't know how to do that because it, that's not like I don't think that you could be that old person with I, the game. I, I, you know what? You're 100 percent right. I cannot be that person. Right. That that person acted and it's hard. with with no feelings. That's you know what, what I mean? mean. Right. So you, it's not about getting your game back. It's about. <laughs> but I think yeah, figuring but when I out say who you are. Back, yeah. I think I you know subconsciously subconsciously want to say like. I wish I could go out there with like no feelings again. You know oh what I mean? Oh my God. But I just got the chills because don't you remember me going through this? Like that's, I went through all of that when I quit drinking. Remember me and you went to Plataforma and I dressed up like a fucking tranny with my slutty clothes and there was like all the models there. And I was like, oh my God, there's no going back. Like I can't be that slutty whore party girl that I used to be like. So, so who am I without that? Do you know what I mean? And it takes yeah. a while, you know? So that's where you're at. And so it's like, you can't go back. You have to figure out who you are and how you were like to me, I have game now sitting across from a guy in the total daylight, drinking a cup of coffee and talking like that's how I could short show the best part of myself. Whereas like in the past before that, it was like I got guys because of my tits and the way that I looked and how fucking crazy I was. Right. So yeah, but it, yeah I was. You loved it, too. Right. I mean, like I, you got a, I got a lot of guys. So I had a lot of guys. I got and a girls too. Shut up. Anyway, so it was like it. You know, it's like a. It's like a thing. It takes. A, it takes a while though. But and I don't think you need a while to figure it out. I think you're at the point where you've gone through all that hard stuff of like transforming and ending that old self, and you're at the place where you're actually feeling good about your new self. You just haven't figured out who your new, self, new is. self is. Yeah, and no, you, of right. course you want to go back. 
to that old thing. But if that's not who you are, and just so you know, it's so good that you're not that person because yeah, now, now I, the girl's going to get a guy that actually is fucking faithful. I wouldn't have set you up with my worst enemy back in the day. I didn't think you were a good catch because you were the biggest fucking cheater, liar, like really bad. You would triple dip in a day, okay? Like it was very bad. I went on a vacation with you while you had a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, okay. That was a good that was a good vacation. We banged like four times a day. I know. Anyway, I mean to the point was... where you had rug burn Did on I? your knees. Remember? Stop. No, I don't remember the rug yes, burn. Yes, you kept I you wasn't were, even you... drinking in those days. Where did I, I get rug but... burn from? Blow No, you? I'm gonna tell you how you got it. You, uh-huh. you know I know you remember. We went, we came back from the beach and you're like, I'm so fucking horny. And I kind of <laughs> just like fell down in the living room at the, that, the house in Florida. Mm-hmm. And you got on top of me and rode me on yeah, the floor, I on the now, rug. I, for some reason, like you literally just made me, I could see the whole thing. I visioned and it. You, yeah, I know exactly where I'm And I remember the rest of the trip, <laughs> you, it looked like you like fell or something. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, like that's the kind of shit piece of shit guy you were, right? Like, Ugh. yeah. So you're and got, you're not I, a piece I'm of like, shit. I anymore. gotta tell you, I'm like hard now thinking of that experience. Right. Yeah. And it's hard. Like, you're like listen, right. Right. I, I'm not horny thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> about your rug burn? No. 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 <laughs> but um. So it is. I I understand where you're at because I was there. But I think what you have to do is just get clear. I think you. I, I I'm so happy that you said that you want to. You're looking for a relationship because you weren't saying that for a while, and you were just like, so nothing was gonna happen. But now. You're at a really good place. And I really think like the right girl from you is like maybe like four months away. Like seriously, I still think it's maybe the blonde. Do you, is there a chance that you could get back to the girl with that looks like no. you with the wig? No. Okay. No. You want to know why? Because she did something uh, fucked up, right? There was something weird about her, she, right? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. She like, first of all, the way she was like changed her mind on what she wanted from she didn't want anything you know, she didn't want baby's kids marriage to all of a sudden saying, no, that's what I want. That indecisiveness, first of all, turned me off. Then like saying, hey, let's go for lunch to a local restaurant in her town that everybody knows at a crowded restaurant and like crying at the table and shit. I was like, oh, fuck me. And then the other night I was going over to Jersey and I stopped to meet my friends at this one kind of spot, you know, Mm -hmm. on my way to the house. And I'm walking in and she's walking out of the same place with another guy. But this anybody would be like right when the door opened, the guy was so drunk, he fell on her face on his face and she was picking him up. And I just happened to be walking in at the same time. I don't know how this happened. And she looked at me and I was in my suit and everything coming. I looked good. I was coming from the restaurant and I just looked at her. I go, hi. I was like, it's a good luck. And I walked inside. Oh my god! But I mean, she, like, I mean, what's the worst thing that she did? She changed no, her no, mind. No, no, she she didn't do anything bad. It just the sex was really bad. Yeah, man. 
Okay. Yeah. So, so you have to meet someone new. And I think it's better. Like, where do you want to live? Like, you have a house in Jersey and you live in the city. Like, where do, where is the perfect girl for you? So now that we've, listen, I feel like I've made a breakthrough with you already, right? Because you've realized, like, what it is that's really going on. It's not about going no. backwards. I mean, it's we'll about to, go, we'll moving forward. We'll have to have another podcast in a week for an update. What do you Actually, mean a week? Yeah. Why? What's two weeks? Update. No, Why? Got, is something going to happen some, in two weeks? I got some things going on. We'll see what happens. All right. So let's talk about that. What do you have going on? Some dates? I got, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm going over to Europe for, uh, for. You're not going to get a, somebody a long a distance. Long, uh, no, I have somebody coming with me. Okay. A girl. Yeah. Okay, a girl that you like. You're taking away yeah, on a yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I've known on and off throughout the years and whatever. Oh, no, you need a new person. I know, but this yeah. way I can get a little blockage out. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's fun, but I don't think that that's going to be turned into anything. No. I, I, you know. You're going to need a brand new girl. Yeah. Really? Isn't that what you want? It's what I want. Yeah, I you're want meet somebody a... that I can. Everything is new with new experiences. Yeah, of course. There's no past. Yeah, there's like no. You did this then, or remember when you didn't call me, or exactly. Any, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody who remembers the old me. I don't need that. No, you don't want. You want someone fresh and new. That's what I think yeah. is going to happen for you. You're going to meet a new girl. I think you just have to be really clear about what you want, and you have to be as long as you're open to having a real relationship. You were someone that always had relationships, and you like them. You were like a lover, like that. Like you needed, you liked relationships. So I think it's great that you you're, almost you wanted to have a relationship with me back. Never in the day. did I want a relationship with you. You're out of your fucking yeah. mind. A little bit. No, not a, not even a one percent. There was like really, yeah. There was read the book. Okay, there was a time where <laughs> I read the book. Yeah, when we started holding hands, and I was like fucking freaked out. Like, what the fuck is this? Because it was just about sex. Do you know what I mean? Like, I and I knew you were a cheater, scumbag. Like, I no, um, and I was like slightly addicted to you because what happened was when we started holding hands after that trip and you were like I was like oh this is like turning into something else and I kind of like blew you off or something and then I went back to get you back and you iced me out like a vicious like Scorpio that you are and it got me hooked <laughs> remember <laughs> I remember That's when I had the big old me with the big dick yeah, you got me fucking whipped because you wouldn't like you wouldn't take my I couldn't get you back and you really tortured me for a long time and then I got you back and everything was fine. So there was that time when I had that that I was it was really hard cuz like I felt like I had lost you know and I think maybe I thought I liked you but it was just literally cuz I couldn't have what I wanted. It had nothing to do with real feelings. No offense. You don't really listen to me. Like, we're not really compatible in that way. We had good sex and we had chemistry, but we're not compatible as far as having conversations. I don't really, I come over to your house and you just want to like watch TV. Like, you're not that interesting to me on my level. And I'm probably not interesting to you on your level. I don't know what it is. We're just two different people. So we would have never got along and there was never anything there. But we had really good chemistry and we had great sex. What you need is someone that you have at all. And there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to have that. Yeah, why not, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're still young. You finally got your dick back. I think that's you have your dick back for sure. Uh, I, yeah, and we got to change the word. 
No, dickless you were a dickless divorcee. No, that's a no, great no, no, word. No, 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 but I think we should make something a little bit more like, I don't know, humane. Why? Nothing, no guy likes to ever refer to not having his dick as being dickless. But a dickless guy doesn't mind because just so you know, you didn't care when I called you a dickless divorcee back in the day. You care now because well, you got your dick like, back. Broken dick divorcee. Because that's like, because it doesn't even sound interesting. Dickless divorcee <laughs> is like good. DD, dickless divorcee. Like it just sounds right. And it's just true. It's just, it's like, you know, a lot of the guys, it's like his ego is just like chopped off. I've seen it happen to a lot of guys, you know? And I think yeah. some guys will go through the transformation that what you went through, which is like you get your dick cut off, you like walk around haphazardly for a couple of years, you don't have any game whatsoever. And then after doing that for so long, you just finally start to come back to yourself right and get back in yourself and you become better and you clean your act up and you finally feel like you want to start living again and some guys will be where you're at where they want to like go back to whoever they were before but maybe that person doesn't exist anymore and they have to like reinvent themselves and that's like a thing that I think people go through but it's always a good thing people are always better I think for stuff like that because like look what like for me it was like going sober quote-unquote and quitting drinking like made me have to get rid of like all the garbage parts of myself. And this, what happened to you, which was really difficult and terrible and the rug was pulled from underneath you, but it really made you come into your own and get rid of all the garbage parts of you. And so now you're going to be a much better guy. If I met you now, I don't know. Cause you still not interesting to me when you talk. I mean, you are when we talk on the podcast, <laughs> when I come over to your house, you don't really, you know, but like I, if I met you now, you're like a different person. Do you know what I mean? You're a, a better catch. You're not, you're not, if, as long as you're monogamous, you know what I mean? You're, you're a good dad. You're a, a working man. You work fucking hard. You work hard, play amazing. hard. You're fun. What? I'm an amazing dad. Yeah, you're amazing dad. So you have a lot to offer. You just needed to come into your own. You need to realize that you're not going to get your game back. And that's not what you want if you're looking for a relationship, you know, and you have to, but when you do meet the right person, okay, because like when you met the girl that looked like you with the wig on, I was like, please call me every day so you don't fuck this up because I'm going to have to help you because you dated a friend of mine and you were, it, it was during your dickless divorcee. Dude, we already talked about her. No, 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 I'm not. Up, she was I'm weird. All, it doesn't, dude, she wasn't weird. Listen, this is what I'm going to say, okay? Listen, you just have to take accountability for what you did. You were weird too, okay? So weird attracts weird. You can't just blame it on her. Like, she was no, not. No, probably no, no. not I looking for a relationship either, okay? But what, I, what I'm trying to say is that you were really flaky as far as the way you treated her as a man, okay? I'm sorry, any girl would be weird having been treated the way you did. I knew, I know firsthand because she told me, and I, I know for a fact she wasn't lying, you don't, you weren't getting back to her. You weren't texting. Like you weren't, and that was a part of being the dickless divorcee. So that's what you have to make sure now, if you meet the right person that you like, that lives in your fucking state, that's like good and to go like that. You have to, that's when you have to step up your game. You can't, you have to be the guy who goes after the girl again. And that's one part of you that you need back. Yeah. Wasn't that always how you were? But then I thought to myself when you were doing that with my friend, right? I was like, you know what? Maybe he's just a passive guy because like I came after you. Like you tried to bang me a long time, but it really was like I made the decision when we were going to be together and I always texted you. Like I was just 
aggressive, right? So I'm like, maybe you're not an aggressive guy. I don't know. Which one are you? Passive or aggressive? Do you like a girl that chases after you or do you want to yes. chase the girl? Yeah. Okay. No, I like a girl that so, chases after me. So, all right. So maybe that's not you. You're not going to chase after So you're, but that's the kind of girl you like. You like aggressive girls. So the right girl for you will do, do more of the work because you don't, you, you're not that guy. Yeah. So that's okay. So you don't have to get that back. You just have to be yourself. You have to be ready. And I think that you are. And I think actually you will meet somebody. Because I hear a very different Tommy than I heard six months ago, one year ago, two years ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I am. Things change. And, you know, I don't know. You think differently. That's just, I, I don't know. That's the only way I can explain it. Right, so it wasn't like, you know, when you call me about Kathy, I need to like, I have a, I really, I need my fucking dick back. But it wasn't like (laughs) a crying kind of thing. It wasn't like, I just don't know. I can't get off the couch. I'm miserable. Like you were there a long time ago. It was like, I, 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 cause I feel good. I look better than I ever have. Like, that's like, you're just in a great place. You don't need any help. Really. You just needed to realize that you weren't in a bad place. You just needed to realize that you can't go back. I think that's the biggest take from this, right? That yeah, that absolutely. old Tommy doesn't exist. I've been there. I had to let go of like all that shit in myself too, you know? And let me tell you, so many times my friends, when I would call them up crying about shit, would be like, you were so much cooler before you got sober. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was so much better when you didn't care about anything. <laughs> yeah, life is harder when you're like a more full person and you take off your yeah, fucking... Yeah, when you're not numb. Yeah, yeah when you take all... off your mask. It's a fucking mask. When you take off that mask, it is a tough thing. And you do, do seem less strong to some people that still have their mask on. But to me, there's way more strength than be able to not be numb and feel everything that comes in life and be able to be upset and be okay with it instead of just always doing the same thing and running from things. You know what I mean? So you're now a much stronger person. Um, and you, I think you'll meet a girl within, I say within, for some reason I say four months, but it's four to six months. <clears throat> You right. That's my prediction. So this isn't a long podcast, but we don't really have to do a long podcast because that's really all you need, right? Like that's the advice. And that's it. I thought it was going to be because we didn't talk for long. I just said, let's tape this. I thought it was going to be. Wait, what, you thought I was going to be whining or something? Yeah, but I like this even better because I think some people are, you know, I, I always think about like, will people be able to relate to this? And, you know, and it's how common is it? You know, a lot of my podcasts, people can't relate to them, but they find them interesting. But I love stuff like this that is just like more mainstream, right? Because I think that yeah. a lot of people have problems and they don't know, you know, so I think it is a common thing when somebody is stripped of everything from their past and they have to sit and figure out who they are again and they get to the point where you are and they're trying to get back to their old self and they don't realize like that's not a possibility so just like you were like yeah duh that's you're right like and I know that because I've been there you know that I think other people may realize the same thing so it's good just to for that you know what I mean for people that are going through that trying to like people that got sober people that ended things you know that are trying to get back to their old self and that self doesn't exist and most likely if that self doesn't exist anymore and you've been through a hard time it's probably for the better (laughs) see what I mean I hope so yeah, you're better. You're better, Tommy. You're you are. You're finally better. If I mean the fact that you said you don't want to cheat, and you you know what I mean, the triple dipper. People don't realize how much energy they waste on cheating. Right. You know, it might sound like yeah, I'm, I'm with this person, I'm with that person, but man, it takes so much out of you, and you don't realize that 
until later. You know, there's no free rides. So that's another thing I've learned. There's no free rides. You either pay now or you pay later. And you take on all that stress of fucking juggling and this and that. And you think it's cool. It's going, it's going, it's going, it's going. Somehow or some way it comes back to you. Not just like getting caught, but just the, the, just the mental shit that you thought you had it all down pack. It comes back to you. Right. So you pay the piper right. somehow. There's consequences to everything. Even yeah. if, like you said, it's not like sort of right away. Yeah. All right, dude. All right. So there you go. You got your answer. You're all good. Let me know in all four right. months well, whether you got the girlfriend. I'll call you when I get back from. We'll do another show when I get back from Europe. Okay. Go have fun. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly? And be on the show. Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.